Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to go over a little bit of um, why it's good sometimes to look back at where you were and where you've come to. Um, I think a lot of times, especially if you're having maybe feeling depressed or hopeless, um, it can be good to look back at your accomplishments and where you've progressed to. And one thing that made me want to do this, so um, 20 years ago in 2003, when I was 21 years old, um, it was right around this time. It was not long after the my college semester had started. I was going to a university near St. Louis, um, and I mostly went there for my friends and to party. So we used to go to the clubs a lot in St. Louis, and we'd be up until like five in the morning, basically. Um, but there was one particular club we used to go to, and we we would dance for like hours, and um, then we'd go like to White Castle or IHOP and eat, and it was just, it was all just like kind of out of control in, in my personal, like at least my experience. Um, or I was out of control anyway. But the, um, again, I wasn't really focused on my studies at that time. When I was in high school, I had really bad grades. And then I went to a community college. Um, I almost like didn't graduate high school, but um, my grades were really bad. My GPA was horrible. Um, and then I went to a community college and was able to build up a few classes and credits and all this stuff. And, um, then I went to a university, um, like I said, by St. Louis. And again, this was 20 years ago, but it feels like yesterday practically. But, um, not long after I started that semester, uh, I started having just a lot of depression and inability to focus on my classes. I remember I had a class called reading comprehension and I couldn't comprehend it. Um, it it was really bad (laughs) and I know how to read and you know, I'm, I could probably comprehend it now, but back then the way the teacher was teaching it, that's, it wasn't a teaching style that I can follow. And I was also very clueless and very naive. Um, I was extremely naive, like very oblivious, and I'm still oblivious at times. But the point of why I wanted to do this podcast was not long after I started, you know, realizing I needed to start paying more attention in class and focus more was right around this time, like the end of September, it might have even been the the beginning of October, somewhere around, I would say probably October fifth or eighth, something like that. Um, I ended up going to see a school counselor. Um, and I told her that I was going to end my life. And so she had to call an ambulance. Um, cause I told her how I was going to do it and everything. And if you're ever been familiar with this, if you tell someone you have a plan, um, a lot of times they have to report it. So she called an ambulance and literally an ambulance came to her office and picked me up. It was really weird. It was very awkward. And 
I like told the, I guess you would say the first responders, um, you know, it was strange, I think for them too, because here I am, I'm just sitting in the back of an ambulance with them. Like I'm not having a heart attack. I'm not like dying from cancer. I'm just sitting here like talking to them. And then, you know, they drove me to mental hospital and I was there for like a week or two. I think I was there two weeks. I can't remember. Um, but it was, it was such a low time and I, I had no idea of like that I had any form of PTSD. Um, I didn't even know what complex PTSD was. I knew what PTSD was because I grew up with a, a parent who has PTSD, but I didn't know any of that. And like I said, I had a really hard time back then focusing in school. This was before I took that college success skills class. So I ended up dropping out of the university like right then. And I had two roommates. I was living on campus and my roommates were just like baffled. Like they didn't know what was going on. And particularly the guy that I shared a bedroom with, um, it was just all very awkward because you're like leaving and you're taking your things. And like my parents came to get me and you know, it was all just very strange to just completely uproot your life. And there were people who I was friends with at the college and they didn't understand what was happening. Um, it was very awkward. And I went and stayed with my aunt and uncle who live in upstate New York. Um, I stayed with them for a few weeks because I think probably my parents were just sort of shocked or I, I don't know what the conversations were at my parents' house. Um, but my aunt and uncle were, are very, they were, one's passed away, but like they're both very active, happy people and their kids are like that too, very warm, loving, um, like just very a very warm environment so it was a really good place for me to be um and you know I felt much better after I was there and so I ended up coming back to Illinois um after that and I think I worked in fast food for just a little bit and then I did a catering job and the catering job was a lot of fun um so probably I would say about five months after I got out of the hospital and I came back to Illinois, I started that catering job and it was a really good, um, experience for me. It was, I made a lot of friends there and the people were very warm and loving and I'd hang out with them like a lot. It was in a small town. So like we would hang out in the country a lot and we'd just, you know, stay out all night and, have like bonfires and just all kinds of things, sleepovers and stuff. Um, like if they had a party, you just stay the night at their house and stuff. Um, but it was, it was a really good thing for me cause I needed that, like that warmth. Um, but it just made me want to do this podcast as a reminder that if you are feeling really low, you can eventually come out of it. Like, I never thought that, one, I'd have a podcast about complex PTSD. Two, I never thought that I would ever be diagnosed with complex PTSD. I always just thought I struggled with depression. Um, and even when I was in the mental hospital, like I said, I was 21 at the time, and this was 20 years ago, um, they didn't even diagnose me correctly. Like, they had me on these crazy pills, and 
Um, it was, I think they just thought I was depressed. I, I don't know. Um, they definitely didn't diagnose me with complex PTSD. I wish they had. I wish I had known back then. Um, but it took just baby steps, kind of like my friend one time said, I'm kind of like a turtle. Like I, I move really slow and eventually you get there. Um, but I, the college success skills class really helped, helped me learn what my struggles were. And after I took that class, I got like all A's and B's besides foreign language. Um, I don't care about foreign language, but, um, and I used to get like in high school, I got like F's and D's and C's. And then in college, I usually had like a C average. But once I took that class, I was, I got A's and B's. And then eventually I got into, um, I went to massage therapy school and got my license and that was a huge accomplishment because you finish something. Like, I finished my associate, and it took me, like, seven years to finish my associate because I worked and I only did, like, two classes a semester. But eventually I got it done. Um, and the math was the hardest thing for me, and I always had a tutor. And thank God I had the math tutor that I had, or else I probably wouldn't have gotten that associate. Um, math's just a huge struggle for me. And... Like I said, I got my license in massage therapy, which is a job. Like, that's a permanent job that you can really find your identity in it. Like, you could, you know, specialize in aromatherapy. You could specialize in Reiki. It's like whatever kind of thing you want to do. Um, you can really build your personality in the world of massage therapy. Um, then there's... Um, after I did that, I went back to school and... Because I had good grades at the community college, I was able to get into like this kind of fancy private college, um, and that's where I studied history and philosophy, and then I got my bachelor's, and I don't ever plan to do any more schooling, by the way. I'm done with school, unless I just take culinary classes somewhere, just for fun, but my point is, is like, you, you'll eventually get there, and it may feel like it's taking forever, um... Like, high school to me, I didn't like high school, and high school felt like it took 20 years to get the hell out of that place. Um, it just felt like a prison to me. But, you know, you eventually, you do get there, and sometimes it helps me to look back at, you know, what are some of my accomplishments. And the fact that I have my own place and my own car, and, you know, I have two careers. Like, I never thought that I would... I never had a clue what I was going to do when I grew up. Um, when I was younger, I just I just thought I would work for somebody. I didn't know who I would work for because um, I never wanted to be a business owner. That's very intimidating to me. But I never thought that I would be where I am today. Um, and, you know, I'm 41 now, but, like, you will eventually get there and you will eventually find the world that you're needing um and you know it's out there it's just it's a matter of getting to it and finding it and then you know becoming a part of it and like I, I really like my neighborhood where I live I like the fact that if I need it you know the bus stop is across the street um I like my neighbors I, I like the park I go to the park like every day and go for a walk um but sometimes I just need to remind myself of 
where I used to be and where I am now. Um, I used to, there used to be like a few here and there very toxic people that I used to surround myself with. And I never knew at the time that they were toxic, but I'm very aware now of a toxic person and I, I, I steer clear of them. Like, I, I think I told you guys at one of my jobs, there's this woman and I think she's a psychopath um, or she's at least a compulsive liar, but she, um, like she was, she was, she gaslights people. And recently she's been trying to be all like nice, nice to me and like, you know, cute and everything. And like, I totally don't fall for it, but I'm very neutral. Like, I don't want to have her on my bad side basically. Um, but when I was younger, I probably would have just totally fallen for it, you know, and that's maybe just a part of being young is the naivety, the, uh, ignorance is bliss thing. Um, but I, I just wanted to point out that, you know, sometimes it helps to look back at things that you've gone through and you succeeded and times where you maybe were really down and what you did to come out of that. Um, whether that's exercise or just going out with friends or whatever it might be, um, you know, it, it does help to reflect back. So I just wanted to share that. Um, like I said, it reminded me of it because this is the 20 year anniversary of when I was in the hospital and I just think back, wow, like I was so oblivious and naive and I just didn't have the tools that I needed you know, I was still young. I was still a kid, in my opinion. When you're 21, that's still a kid. I don't care if you're married and you have your own kid. You're still a kid. I don't think people are really adults until maybe they're like 24. I would say 24 is when you're really becoming an adult. But, yeah, when you're still, you know, your brain's not even developed all the way still when you're like 21. But... Just knowing the things I know now, it would have been nice to have like a little guidebook or something. I still think about that sometimes, making like a little, almost a pamphlet or a little guidebook for living with complex PTSD, and I would base it off of the episodes of this podcast. Like I would look back at my episodes and say, okay, what are the the key things that someone with complex PTSD would need that would help them? Um, and again, um, I know I've talked about this a lot lately, but that daily journal, it really has been helping, um, particularly it's been helping with seeing when my routine is different. So it's been one week since I started that journal, um, when we meet tomorrow. And one thing I've noticed is that the days when I'm at my spa job, which was today and tomorrow, um, I tend to eat out more and that's because I'm at, I'm at work like all day so I'm not at home to cook something and like today I had Subway and then I had um I went to a Chinese place and I had something and you know I'm I'm spending money which I shouldn't be spending on that and it's not the healthiest thing for you like the Chinese meal had a was really fatty had a lot of fat in it and it's just not the healthiest food um you know, so like tomorrow morning, I'm just going to, I'm going to cook here at home. And, but tomorrow night I'm at work until like eight o'clock. So I need to make sure to eat something right before I go to work and, or maybe even take a protein bar with me to work. You know, that might be a solution, 
but um, the daily journal thing really is helping. So it's helping more than I realize because every time I look at it, it's just a little reminder for me of what I need to make sure to do so I'm not doing something that's harmful to my finances or whatever it might be. So, And also tomorrow, something that makes me feel very relieved, I'm taking um, $450 to the endodontist to pay ahead of time that $1,500. And it's just I'm just glad to know that I don't have to worry about saving it. I can just give it to them. So that's something that makes me feel better. Um, I just wanted to share some of that, but this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.